Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children from the American Academy of Pediatrics. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're talking about step parenting. Joining me is Dr. Elizabeth Mead. She's a pediatric hospitalist and the medical director of patient safety for pediatrics at Swedish Medical Center in Seattle. Dr. Mead, it's such a pleasure to have you with us. And, you know, back in the day, we saw movies and TV shows where the step parents, specifically, usually the stepmother, is evil and not great, but those days are gone. And step parenting is a very new normal of all sorts of steps, right? So tell us a little bit how that's changed the picture of the step parent that we used to see because there's same sex female couples and same sex male couples, and there's just all kinds of different step parents now. Certainly. I mean, I think that families come in all sorts of sizes and makeups and histories now um, in a way that's really different than at least what was depicted in the past. And so I think people are getting much more comfortable with the idea that there are blended families, there are families who have one parent or two parents or three parents, depending on the situation, um, and really, really learning to sort of embrace that and to see all of the positives that can come with having multiple adults in a child's life that really love and care for them. Well, I, I agree with you there. I think it's kind of wonderful the way that it can work out. So let's just start with the new step parent. It can be hard for kids to adjust. And I suppose depending on why the other parent is gone, whether it's death or divorce, or if they're still around and involved, or if they're not around and involved, Tell us a little bit about that adjustment period and getting used to that new step parent. Yeah. So I think you're right. This is so dependent on the specifics of the situation. We know, and certainly I see as a pediatrician and in my own experience, that the step parent journey is very dependent on the ages of the child or children. Um, number one, when the biological parent either died or got divorced from the other parent. And then number two, when that step parent role person comes into the picture. So I think age of the kids is really important. You're right, what the experience was. So was it a death of a parent? Was it a divorce? Is that other parent still involved? Probably the number one tip I would have for people who are who are in the step-parent role is not to be impatient, to really take things slow, to understand that the children or the child really need to help dictate sort of the pace of that relationship. I think that often as the step-parent, when you love and care for the parent that you're partnered with so much, that feels like an automatic extension for many people to the child, which is the good thing. But we really have to recognize that it's a new relationship for that child or for the children. And so they need to really help determine the speed at which that relationship progresses. That's great advice. Definitely great advice, should they, while they're doing that. And again, I think this depends on, you know, whether the other parent is still in the picture do mm -hmm. they try and not replace that other parent, but be a parent? Or do they try and sort of buddy up? I mean, if it's a teen you're dealing with, do you want to be the cooler one? Do you try? Is there any competition? How do you not have competition? I think that, again, this is one of the most important things that we need to be mindful of. So um, it is 
really atypical and certainly not recommended atypical in the sense that it's atypical, it would go well, and not recommended that that step parent would would step in and automatically be the disciplinarian or the parent figure to that child. You know, that child really needs to get used to the idea of this adult being a parental figure and sort of um, a figure in charge rather than a friend or a mentor or just kind of a trusted caring adult. So I think in the beginning of that relationship, the best tactic to take is to really leave the true discipline to the biological parent or parents, if both of them are still involved, and to take a role that's supportive. So you certainly can support the rules and and the discipline that happens in your household. You can help craft those rules together as a family. But I think in the very beginning stages, it really is best to leave that true discipline to the parents because that child is not going to see you as a parent figure from the moment that they meet you or even the moment that you move in together into the same household. As that relationship develops and that relationship becomes more parent-child, again, depending on the age of the child, then I think it's much more appropriate for folks to, to do that discipline in a way that they would just as if they were the parent of the child from the beginning. Again, really good tips here. And what are some red flags, Dr. Mead, to watch out for if the child is two or four or nine or a teenager? What are some red flags that that step parents should look for that says this child isn't handling me very well? And, you know, maybe we're not getting along or they're not liking or adjusting very well. What should they be watching out for? Yeah, so first of all, I want to say it's really normal for kids and step parents and biological parents to have a hard time adjusting to these situations. I think um, I, I feel like actually my journey has been very easy, but that's for a variety of reasons that um, that I'm just lucky. And I think because I have a lot of education and child development, that's been helpful. Um, but I would say for many people, it's a, it's a huge adjustment period for everyone involved. And so I don't necessarily think that it's a red flag if the child is acting out, having some regression in terms of behaviors that they had sort of grown out of in the past. Um, that's appropriate, actually. It's developmentally appropriate for kids to have behavior changes, especially younger kids who may not be able to verbally express their emotions. You may see new tantrums. You may see acting out. You may see sleep problems that can all be reflective of that adjustment period. For older kids, I think it does tend to come out as resentment or anger. And I would say the number one piece of advice to step parents in that situation is not to take it personally. So in that adjustment period, in particular in the beginning, that anger and resentment has to be directed somewhere. And frankly, you're the easiest person because they don't have that long-standing bonded relationship in the way that they do with their biological parent or parents. So I think the best thing we can do is try to be the adult in the situation, absorb that grief and anger as best we can, certainly walk away and take a break if we need to, and recognize that this is a growth period, things will change, things will get better, but we can't expect to step into a family dynamic without that deep background. So if if all goes well, but there's always disputes, and when it's the biological parent, the teen or the tween, they can scream back and forth and do as I say, and because I said so, and all of these things, when there is a dispute, or when the child acts up, does who settles that dispute? Does the step-parent then take the adult role? I mean, they're still the adult in this relationship, or do they step back, thereby making it so that the child feels like they won, and then the biological parent? Who settles disputes? 
these dynamics can be really, really tricky. Again, I think in the initial stages of that relationship, um, really deference to the biological parent is probably the, the better route to go. But as that relationship develops and you form a family unit together, then I think it's appropriate for a step parent to be the one who settles those disputes or, or helps enforce the rules of the household. One thing that I think is a good idea for any family, but particularly for families who have step parents, um, you know, more than two parents in the mix, if you've got two biological parents and one or two step parents, is to sit down and craft some family rules together. And that can be with the help of the kids. Even really young kids can participate in this. But to talk about what are the sort of rules of engagement that we want to have for our household. So what things are off limits? What things do we want to really encourage? You know, rules should not just be negative. They should really be positives as well. So you know, we want to tell each other that we love each other at least once a day, or we want to eat family dinner together every night, or whatever it is that really speaks to you as a family unit. But involving kids in the creation of those kind of household rules of engagement, I think is really helpful when it comes time to make sure that everyone is respecting those rules. Great advice. Wrap it up for us, Dr. Mead. As a step-parent yourself, and, and a pediatrician, Tell other parents what you would like them to know about stepping into that role and and casting off those negative visions that people have had from who knows how long back and helping that child to adjust to the new family unit and really your best advice, what you want them to know. I think this this can be so tricky, but it also can be so intensely rewarding. And that child having multiple adults in his or her life who love and care for them and are really a parent figure is something that is mostly positive. So I wanted to say that first of all. I think, again, be patient as you step into that role. Really respect the fact that you are new to that child, even if you feel like you know them because you've had a long-term relationship with their parent. But also recognize that this is going to be a real a real evolving and growing relationship. So the rules in the beginning, the tips in the beginning are very different than two years or five years or 10 years down the line. I think the other thing I just want to say is that um, it's really important as the step parent to be respectful of the child's other parent who's not in your household if they're still involved in that child's life and to make sure that no matter what the situation is, that you never, ever, ever speak badly of a child's other parent in front of them. I think we have to all be respectful of each other and focus on the child. And that's really the most important thing that we can do together. Certainly is. And great points all. Thank you so much, Dr. Mead, for joining us today and telling us about your experiencing and help your experiences and helping other new parents that are joining together in a step-parent situation, helping them to adjust and helping the kids to adjust with your great advice. Thank you again. You're listening to Healthy Children. Our expert guests are provided by the American Academy of Pediatrics and their consumer website, healthychildren.org. You know we love our pediatricians here. They are the gold standard. They help us raise our kids. They, they help us with all of this great advice. So please share this show with your friends and family, anyone that you know that's going through any of this. And of course, you can listen to all our podcasts at RadioMD.com. You look up Healthy Children. You can also listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere podcasts are played. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Melanie Cole for Healthy Children. Stay well.